It's only weird if you make it weird. Here we go. <laughs> Three, two, one. What's up, guys? You know what the deal is. He's Ant. I'm Jimmy. It's Parlay Room. up welcome to probably go part two of the big game uh there's a big game being played this weekend there's down in tampa bay i think right are we not saying it I just want to <laughs> no, no no we can say it we just okay. can't we just can't uh i just use want it to in know. the title or any of that yeah. no, no no i mean they stay the fan people say the word super bowl all the time you can't mar- make money off of it we don't make money on this show and we don't right. title it as a super bowl show okay so, so the we're super gonna be all right yeah, 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 I was Super just... Super Bowl is this weekend. The Super Bowl is this weekend. Tom Brady's... It almost wasn't. We could almost call it... The, it was the Super Bowl that wasn't almost. It almost <laughs> was Excuse me. Why was that? The the barber stuff? Did you hear about that? Yeah, I, I was just reading it. 20 people, including Patrick Mahomes, is scheduled to get a haircut. The barber comes in. He gets tested. Rapid test. He starts cutting before they get the rapid test results. So like, ah, he's probably fine. Boom. Barber's got COVID. Stop. Pull him up right there out of the chair. Hold on, chill. Dan Kilgore, the center, was in the chair. Haircut. No, he told the barber to finish. Did he? Yeah. He was like, finish. You're already the barber finished. After oh, yeah. after they after they tried to pull him and they they assessed the situation, he was like, Well, we're already here. I'm a grown man. Yeah. And if I'm pulled away from close contact, finish my haircut, don't make me look like an idiot. Yeah. I, I agree. I agree with that. Well, but were they masked? I'm sure they were masked. I'm sure they were masked. Because, like, honestly, like, if that guy's a professional barber, like, how long is he taking truly in the chair? Arguably, you should be doing those haircuts in 20 minutes. Oh, yeah. So, point being, like, in reality, your exposure... There has got to be a way to make sure that Daniel Kilgore can play on Sunday. No, he's playing. He's cleared. He's good already. Everybody's cleared. That's why. Dude, there's no physical way. You know that the barber was wearing a mask. That's a a fact. We we would get crucified if we were that's what I'm saying. So you know just for, for the fact. people at home, Emily, our producer, manages the salon here on Long Island. She yeah. Care Studio and Hot Hog. Shout out, She Care Studio. Careful what I say now. They know where I work. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. No. I mean, we'd be we'd be crucified. And I I know because like we we book out 45 minutes for a haircut because of fees and stuff like that. Yeah, and, different. Like, you know the amount we charge for it, and it's like you know that boopy boopy. Time I'm pretty stuff. sure but, he got a shave too. Right? Yeah, but the, yeah, I think so. Yeah. I saw a picture. I don't know if it was, was a meme, shaved, but yeah. what he, what he looked like when they stopped him. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, honestly, though, like, because I would just close calls with clients and stuff like that. Because, you know, you're, I'm dealing with the general public every day. So what we've had to deal with is, like, I've talked to doctors and nurses and everything like that. And it's, like, literally, how long were you standing with the person? Was it longer than 15 minutes? If the answer is no, it's not exposure. Were you wearing masks? Yes, not exposure. Well, were you touching? How are you touching? Like, with a haircut, not the same. Like, you know, yes. like, what, it, was the person crying on you? That's exposure. You know, did you share a fork or something? That's exposure. Did you kiss? Did you hug without masks? Anything like that, that's exposure. But technically what we're doing in the salon is not true exposure, even if the client is not wearing a mask in front of them. That's why makeup and shaving is allowed now. Because they realize... Oh, really? That, yeah. Fuck. So, yeah, I mean, but, but... I've been waiting all day to get my goddamn beard fixed up. So here's the thing. Can't just do it yourself. Some, and not like them. No, yeah, no. Not like I them. 
Some not like them, he says. Not like them. Like some some salons and barbershops are not doing that, especially on the island, just for safety reasons. Like we don't obviously we don't do the beards because we're not yeah. a barbershop or a salon. We can't do that. Um, once when my stylist gets their license, we can, but we probably still won't just because of COVID reasons. But we are doing makeup for weddings specifically. Now. So yeah, if we have a bride coming in, we are doing their makeup, but they're the only one without a mask. And even then, like one of my brides is walking around once she got her. Uh, makeup done she was waiting like to finish up with everything she was just walking around holding like the mask in front of her face because she felt uncomfortable not having it on but you pay over a hundred dollars to get your makeup done if it's a wedding i mean you're talking 120 dollars for well if the mask goes on you're probably gonna ruin it well Well, it's like it's like i crack up you can't help but crack up when you see like in the nba and in the nfl these guys i mean nfl a little different they have the helmets and some of the teams were wearing the oakley face things whatever NBA, these guys are just out there, t-shirt, shorts, literally rubbing, literally each smashing into each other, and then they go sit down on the bench that's now three times the size it used to be because they got seats every, and they all put the mask on. And it's like, yeah, we're being safe, but you're literally playing with these you're, people. You're literally, you're literally playing, rubbing against rubbing people. against people. Yeah. For forty-two yeah. straight minutes. When I took my, I went to get my hair cut. This is months ago, and I, after you know, she has this. Um, progression of the haircut so after that she usually goes does my beard so i go and i pull off the i take off half the mask and i kind of just like take it off the ear and i'm like all right she's going now that she's going to do this she you would think that i just unleashed unleashed covid in the whole barbershop you think she was like oh no 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 sir sir and i'm like what what's going on here no we don't do that anymore okay this was how long ago this was this was definitely six eight months ago this is yeah. a while but still yeah it was it was a disaster. So then she would only she only did the top edge. So I literally would just pull the mask like down, not even above, not even below my nose, still above my nose, just so she could just do the edge and edge, and everything else was on me. Whatever, you know, make it work. Yeah, I mean, well, uh, for a while we were not allowed to be doing anything that had to that required taking a mask off, including makeup. Once that was allowed, I mean, the way we handle guys is when a guy's in a chair. You like they put their hand on their mask and they uh, well James is gone. They unloop their ear and then loop it back and they unloop the other ear. And most of them just have not been getting their beards trimmed or and stuff like that. But um even some of the girls though, they're able to go right around the mask. No problem. The reason why we don't like to do that is because obviously the risk of cutting it, um, which we've done. But if oh, it's yeah. you know they they, they wouldn't even let me wear my mask. They made it I needed to wear their their mask. Like the basic light blue i don't even know what because they don't they don't want to cut surgical mask oh uh, yeah i had a I, they made me take mine off and put that one yeah. on i'm like all right listen whatever like yeah it's, yeah no, whatever it's, you gotta do to this come is what ahead. i gotta do yeah this is what i gotta do it's, whatever it takes it's probably for a couple reasons one they don't want to cut your mask i mean the the sur- one surgical mask is not protective at no. all so like that that's there if that it's a protective thing that just that, that points mute but um it's just yeah it's a lot it's it's a lot to handle i mean we're constantly battling about the Oh, I'm sure. Like I'm sure. I could go on and on, and I won't. Yeah, this because isn't. I'm this gonna isn't. Have, this isn't I'm gonna a have cult. people genuinely hate me if I go on and on. Yeah. So this is the only thing I will say. Uh, big ups on the Chiefs, though, for at least having the guy take a test and saying I mean, assess the situation, trying act, as fast as possible. act forcefully. Yeah. If they didn't, if got they didn't, it done, we're still gonna have a game on Sunday. If they didn't do that, who knows? Maybe someone would have gotten it. If someone did get it, it would have been over. It would have been. I don't oh, they would have gotten crucified. You would have, what do you would do? You're, you're going to run the Super Bowl the weekend. Well, after? you know what? Not for nothing. We had all of these 
like safeguards and basements built to catch us if the house ever fell all season. And the only thing we really had to do was take away the Steelers' buy, right? That was the only... Other than that, yeah. it was all smooth sailing. There was a little bit of moving around, but it was... A couple of teams had to play. You right. know, the, the Players got it. It happened. It did happen. Players we had the, the Broncos had to play with no quarterback. But, like, for the most part, we kept the season going. And now if, if we get to the point where, the, all right, now the Super Bowl is going to be on February 14th, okay. what's the big deal? There's 35,000 people getting ready to go into attendance. That's the issue. There's 35,000 people that are going to be at... 35,000? Is that the number? Yep. And 50,000 cutouts. 85,000 person stadium? Well, no. No, I'm saying how many many people fit in the stadium? That was... was It's probably like 85,000. Right? WrestleMania was there and they filled it up. They're doing WrestleMania there again? Yeah. So... By the way, Royal Rumble. I like it. Shout out Edge. I liked it. We're not not here now. Again, we're, we're getting all over the place. But you know, we're just covering some things. Yeah, that yeah, happen. yeah. There will but be a yeah, Super Bowl. So thirty-five thousand people inside of the stadium. In did Canada you Bay. did you like think about it? Like, do you are you you're you're still sitting with Tom and the points? Yeah, I think. I so. I mean, the points went higher. I mean, you know, we're we're, we're gonna five. We're gonna get to the game later. We're gonna talk about the other news around the league first, and All then right. we're gonna close That's with the fine. game. So we'll get right into the Stafford Goff deal. Both guys we talked about last week with Brian. Yeah. And I remember saying, no, I can't remember the specifics, but I know that I said Goff will be gone. I can't tell you where, but that it's gonna he's gonna get moved because they want to move on from him. You find a way to move the contract, and the way you move the contract is that extra one. Yeah. Well, I didn't believe I didn't know that I didn't believe you, but I was like, yeah, hey, you know what? Will they give up on Goff so quick? And then when I heard that there was gonna be a quarterback uh, battle at camp between him and Wolford, I'm like, oh no. I'm like, they don't really they. They McVeigh's like, dude, you're the reason why I haven't won a ring yet. And I, I now I'm wholeheartedly believing that. That McVeigh is saying, dude, if I had a competent quarterback, I'm winning a He's ring. He's terrible. So you think if Stafford was on a team for the last three years, they would have won a ring? I'm not gonna speculate on that at all, but here's what I'll well, say. Before yeah. well, I have something to say about it. I'm not about the last three years, but moving forward, Matt Stafford is going to win Super Bowls with an S. Plural as in more than one going forward with the LA Rams. Oh my god, that is that is a Super Bowl's plural. That is an absolute absurd statement. Fuck you. You heard it here first that on Parlevoo. That is an absolute absurd Matt statement. Matt Stafford is going to win multiple Super Bowls with the Los Angeles Rams. You heard it here first. Jared Goff almost got him there and they I mean arguably still could have won that Super Bowl against Tom Brady. That was a battle of who wanted it less that year. You tell me Stafford Multiple doesn't Super Bowls Stafford doesn't mop the floor with Tom with it's that so Tom Brady Patriot team. We hold Stafford in such a high regard, yet he made one Pro Bowl in his career, and it's wild. And he and and he the other is, thing I hold him in high regard too. The reason we hold him hold him in such high regard is because he's thrown for five thousand yards, I think, four seasons at least. We say that he has injury problems, but really the first two seasons he had the rotator or the labrum or the rotator cuff issue, and then he had another injury. Since then, he's been pretty much smooth sailing back, other than the back last yeah, year or two year, years ago. Yeah. He's, he's still fairly young. He held a couple of records. I think it was like 139 consecutive games started before he got hurt, like after after, after the, his the injuries, injuries in his first two years to his <laughs> next injury. It was like 139 consecutive starts. They've put largely not a, a lot around him, right? I mean, they, they had Megatron. Outside of when they had Megatron, well, they those didn't put teams, him around him. 
right? No, Megatron was there first, Megatron, and then he yeah. came the next year. Megatron was drafted. They put Stafford around Megatron. They put Stafford with Megatron. And then Megatron was like, I'm out. But it just never really clicked there. And I, I think I really do think Super Bowls, a couple of them. Well, now they're the third favorite, according to Vegas. They're the third highest odds to win the Super Bowl. Or I should I'm say not pop- odds Who do they have to retain this year? Do you know who they who, the Rams? who could they lose? Uh, you know, I don't know. We don't have Nick here to bring stuff up. I, I could check on my phone. I don't think there's that uh, many. Most of this team is coming back. I mean, I don't know how. You have to be confident, right? And And now... Does that like this kind of shapes the market? Like I said before. No, but it doesn't though, because this is what I wanted to get to before I made the Super Bowl prediction, but we already got there, so whatever. You made it. I know, we we did it already. <laughs> uh the compensation, it was the, it was a twenty it's a twenty twenty one one and a twenty twenty two one, right? So they still yeah, have their yeah. one this year. Yeah. The Rams, correct? I'm very confident on that. I'm, I'm pretty, pretty sure that's yeah. the it's not a one this year, it's the it's one in the next following years and a three this year or a three next year. Either way, a one and a three. Forgot who reported it. Might have been Schefter. Definitely came by way of Schefter, and he cited whoever else it may have came from. But they said they had at least six offers valued above a first-round pick. What is that? That's a one and a three. So that's the price of Goff's terrible contract is an extra one. If if six other teams are offering you a one and a three and there's no Goff contract to get back, Dude, why would I take back Goff when I can already get the same deal here with no Goff? But Give you, me an extra one and I'll take Goff. So you got one. You, see, this is the thing, though. Not, so I, don't, I don't think, think everybody it, I don't think values it, Goff as like a, a mediocre quarterback. Well, the Lions obviously don't. You know what I mean? I would be shocked if that seventh overall pick now goes to a quarterback. So the Lions get a younger Jam- quarterback, right, with what they might feel a new fresh start, possibly more upside. And two ones and a three, that's an absolute win by the Lions. Well, can it be a win for both teams? No, it can, but it won't. I mean, I understand you lost Galladay. I think it's a win for the Lions regardless because now you're kind of hitting the reset button and, and now we're expecting nothing. Right. But if you look at like right now, if the Rams to, don't to, to leave the sport to, to make another comparison that we've been grading live as it happens right now in basketball with our New York Knicks. Mm-hmm. The Porzingis trade. Everyone's saying right now the Knicks won the Porzingis trade. They might have two lottery picks, right? That yeah. Mavs and pick Dennis Smith Jr. isn't mm-hmm. even on the fucking team. Right, but they might have that, – that pick might be a lottery pick now, unprotected this year. No, that's great. What if that pick winds up winning them the lottery, they get Cade Cunningham, and then he has a series of foot and ankle injuries, and he winds up being like the next Karan Butler, and it never works out. Dra- My point is that draft picks are no guarantees. You get, You know what Stafford is. No, Stafford I is a pro who's still I the way quarter the way they play the game today, the way quarterbacks are protected, the way Stafford is built, barring, you know, bad injury, but barring something crazy happening, he can go. He's only 33. He could go another six years. Okay, but what I'm saying is I know he has the arm and he can make all the passes. And I'm a big Stafford fan, so like you don't have to convince me, kind of thing. But if would they finish this year, the Rams? Do you remember? Nine and seven, one playoff win. Nine and seven. Okay. If so they 10 don't, and 8. If they, don't, if they don't go 11 and 5, 12 and 4, every year that Stafford's on that team, it's a law. It's a, it, they're failing. Do you understand? Well, I don't see a world where they don't go. Like, I think no, Stafford I puts right. them uh, over the top. And guess what? We were just saying, could McVay have to get rid of Goff for his own job security going forward? Now McVay just put his shit, on the, his shit on the line with Stafford. So if you believe in McVay, 
and you've been a Stafford guy for the last 12 years, 11 years he's been in the league. Yeah. You put the two of them together. This is your last – this is McVay's last run in L.A. probably. It's so crazy. McVay's and last run in L.A. In L.A. In the same age. It's McVay's crazy. last run in L.A. probably, you know, and definitely Stafford's last three to six years in the league. So you put that together, I feel like that can get you 30 wins over the next three years. I think if and you look at it right now, like right now, the way it is cold, I would expect nothing from the Lions next year. And I think they that I think they did very well. I think that remember what we talked about a few weeks ago with what Watson's value was? And I said, Oh, it's probably high. And you were definitely more right because if this is what Stafford got, a 33-year-old star. What would a mid twenties superstar look like? Watson's gonna go for three ones plus. Now, well, now since the market's set, yeah, and he's gonna you go. Know, for, I don't. That's the thing. I don't think this trade sets the market necessarily. I thought it would be a one, a three, and golf, not an extra. Now, one. as looking at it from assuming if the Jets are gonna move on, Donald gets dealt. It's great because if if you get two ones and a three for Stafford, now if you get a one and a three for Stafford, take the extra one out of it and golf. A one and a three multiple teams, someone's going to offer you a one, a future one or a late round one for Donald. If the Saints called, I don't know, you know, we don't know what teams called, but if yeah. the Saints did call them and offer them a one and a three for Stafford at his cap figure, you don't think they would say take 28 for Donald straight up? If they want, if they wanted to go that route? Granted, different Donald isn't Stafford. Yeah. You assume you plug Stafford in and you're ready to go. Donald isn't necessarily that's the thing. that. Yeah. That's the thing. I don't necessarily disagree, yet, but that, that's the thing. You know, with Stafford, it's like plugging that Especially final Especially if, if dominoes start to fall. Like if... Like I'd much rather have... If Deshaun doesn't go to the Jets and he gets moved, and then I don't think Rodgers is going anywhere. Well, that's the other news. But that They're saying they're not trading Watson. They've been saying that. Like of course, of course, like, you're going to say that. Guess what? Let me remind Joe Douglas and Adam Gase said we Jamal Adams is a Jet for life. We want him to be here yeah, for a Jet for life. And then stuff. two weeks later, he was dealt to Seattle. Different, different. You know, Darrell Revis going to be a Jet for life. Except, hold on, no, he isn't. They didn't sign him. They traded him. They traded him. Got the pick, and they used it on Demarcus Milner, who was out of the league in three years. Different though, it's not a quarterback. It's not a a a prime prime age. If prime they want to play hardball with him and they want him and they are willing to get mud on their face, I think Deshaun will just not show up come training camp. Yeah, but now, you, but if, now you're rubbing dirt on his name. If you, you know got saying, yeah, but I think they'll I think they'll do it though. They'll play games with him. And JJ Watts played his last game. They said. Yeah, I think why not try to get J.J. Watt in the same deal? Oh, God. I don't know. I think they just cut ties with him. I think they cut J.J. Watt. Well, did you see? I forgot who said it. Again, you can check me on this. It's not my words. Someone else's work. Um, The Texans were asking for two ones, two day two picks, and two quality young defensive players. Come on. So now people are starting to talk about Quentin Williams, someone else, and two ones. And no, don't, not trading, Quentin Williams not, was the highest rated interior defensive lineman in the year in the league last year. And he's twenty one years. Yeah, old. Yeah, no way. You can't have Quentin Williams. Get out you're of here. You're not. They're not in a position to ask 
and ask for that much. They're not in a position to ask for that much. It's absurd. You know, I it's guess insanity. if I mean, you want to call it a win-win, we can call it a win-win. That's fine. Right now, only, only time will tell. Same, same jazz. Same thing with the Knicks. We were talking about Dennis Smith Jr. isn't even on. He's not even getting. He, went, he asked to go to the G he League. He asked to go to the G League, which yeah. I, I, I respect that, and I respect Kevin Knox saying tonight that when my playing time, when it, when it, when my name's called, I'll be ready, and I respect the coach's decision. He Knox isn't him. playing anymore. He hasn't played in weeks. I think he's averaging two minutes in the last. That's month. how good of a Nick fan I am. You know what? He's not a good defender, but that's not the point. Um, the point is that we won't know until those those picks. Because what happens is now the Mavericks don't look good. So if it is and if it is two lottery picks, and the Knicks Mon- do something with it, Monday morning I want to put a future bet for Super Bowl Fifty Six on the Rams and on the Jets. The Rams are already pretty high. The Chiefs, I mean, Chiefs, uh, Jets are nowhere obviously near. Like I said, I wouldn't count my chickens before they hatch because we've seen things like, hey, Watson, I'm staying. And the other we'll, thing, the other we'll, we'll set, putting money on the Jets is the throwaway that you're getting is absurd odds oh, yeah. that you, they're going to skyrocket if Deshaun ever gets there and then you're going to be killing yourself for it. And if it doesn't happen, it is what it is. It's, you know, 20 bucks, 50 bucks, thing, whatever it is. The other thing was that Matt Ryan and Julio Jones, right? They're staying. Yeah, announced that they're going to run it back. Um, for what? For what? We, the, the Lions had a really good opportunity to just say, let's reset it. And they did. And I feel like the Falcons are in a similar situation. The Falcons situation. are not, though. Why? Both the, I mean, we talk about the cap figures and them being hard, but then we saw it with Goff. Cat contracts can get moved when people want to move them. But it's two of them. It's Julio and Ryan that are I both old. I think Julio is very easy money. to trade. I think it's the way the cap would work out. I think it's very easy to trade. And, like, you're never going to get back what you expect is fair value for Julio and Matt Ryan. So if you're more confident that you're going to run it back – and there's a lot of players on that team that were at one point, like, serious players that just seem – like, what's the – Vic Beasley Jr. still over there, right? Yeah, Vic. And there's a lot of Gurley, players on that defense. Well, Gurley just doesn't have it anymore. Let's just call it what it is. There are guys that athletically still have it and are young that have just kind of fizzled out over since the 28-3 to game. And maybe you think we can coach these guys and we can go be a top 15 defense again and we can go win 9-10 games and compete. I don't know. And you're going to have a high pick. Maybe you draft that on a quarterback. Maybe if we really want to roll with these two guys. There's a good chance that the Jets don't pick a quarterback at two and the Dolphins aren't going to pick a quarterback at three. And if those picks don't get traded and every quarterback available not named Trevor Lawrence is still there at four, you could, you know, make your own little trade, get more assets and try to build a team that way I and mean, turn it around instead of taking a quarterback. They have two very good safeties, right? Uh, in uh, in uh, Kazee, is how you say his name? Kazee? And Neil? DeMonte? Yeah, Kazi or Kazi, yeah. yeah, yeah, and and Neil, Keanu Neil, right? Keanu Neil, free right. agent though. He is Dante Jets, Fowler Jets Jr. Should throw big money at him. Dante Fowler, free agent, I believe. So they, so that that's what I'm saying. They're clearing their books. Uh, I don't know if uh, Darquez Denard is a free agent or not. I couldn't speak on that. But then you got Hayden Hurst, young Calvin Ridley, young, and then then you got the three the three big headed monster of Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, and uh, and Todd Gurley, which is really just like. You know, solid offensive line play. Great, uh, Grady uh, Jarrett. Grady Jarrett, yeah, yeah all like, pro, all pro. No, but I'm saying, so they have guys, you know, 
But then again, like you're looking you at can it, even make an argument that Dan Quinn hung around too long. Like what could that probably. team? What could that? Because they started turning. I remember they were the team that everyone we were all betting against. Better against Atlanta every week because they suck. And then Dan Quinn got fired, and all of a sudden you don't want to bet against them anymore. It's so sad because the Super Bowl was like the Super Bowl put an imprint on that team. Oh, Matt Ryan for sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it was like, well, it doesn't matter now. You're a meme, and you'll always be a meme. And no matter well, what you do, you're gonna be. Since that, since that game, they became the team that could score a bunch of points but can't hold on to the lead, right? And through this season, but they bef- did it through this season before Dan Quinn got fired, and even after he got fired, they were scoring 45 points and losing. So maybe you look at this team. You got the new coach in there. What are, you, and what are you saying? Do you think you just speak talk? You think you just uh, it, beef a defense up? We, yeah, let's just coach these guys up. Let's get a couple of uh, <laughs> new pieces in there. Let's play better defense. We already have it. You, you know, there's only so many times for everything that Matt Ryan isn't. There's only so many prospects that come along that are what he is. I agree. So if you, th- you know, you're still putting up 40 points a game, 32, 34 points a game. You're running with everybody on offense. This is the only thing I'll say. Let's stop some guys. This is the only thing I'll say. That the Saints are kind of in a flux. They don't really know what they're going to be doing, right, with quarterbacks. Saints are in trouble. Know. $10 million right. over the cap. No Drew Brees. Okay. Uh, Panthers aren't really in a great spot. Panthers have been heavily linked to Deshaun Watson as well. Well, yeah, but they're not in a great spot right now. They're kind of in purgatory too. So it leaves the Bucks and the Falcons. The only thing in my head is the Falcons say, listen, if we if we tighten it up, we could make a run. We could do some damage in our own division, which is half the battle, as you saw with the NFC East. Like, well, you know, really just yeah. if you take care of yours, you can do some damage. You right. know what I mean? So I get that from that perspective. I mean, we'll see. A lot of these divisions, you know, like even the, the North, you look towards next year and you're like, okay, well, you think the Vikings who were projected to win are guaranteed to bounce back a little bit, right? You would think that they are guaranteed to bounce. Not saying they're going to compete, but they're guaranteed to do you, better than you, seven and nine. You would think so, yeah. Right. I would take the Vikings to do better than seven and nine. I would take the Bears to do better than eight and eight. All right. I mean, without I, Mitch, it, are they? What are they doing? You got to imagine the Bears make sense for Jameis. Like I want to see Jameis in Chicago more than anything. How fun would that be? Okay, so then you got the Packers. I, would, I mean, I think you put Jameis in Chicago, and that's an instant. instant I don't think the Packers team. are going to lose less than. I'm sorry. I don't think the Packers are going to win less than 11 games the rest of Rodgers' tenure there. So however yeah, long he plays, they're always going to win 11, what I'm trying to say. And so that puts the Lions in like a situation where it's like, reset button, hit it. Let's just do it right now. And whether it's golf yeah, or not. It's like where the, the, Sixers, it's like where the Sixers were a couple of years ago. They're like, we'll take your bad contracts. Yeah. Give me your picks. By the time we're, we're ready anyway. to do this again, Rodgers will be gone, right? Oh. The, the vaunting defense that's already kind of fading in Chicago will be gone. The Kirk Cousins will be gone. And we'll be sitting here with getting rid of our golf contract, ready to roll. Yeah. Have, have golf on the last year of his deal and we'll— I uh, highly doubt Kenny Galladay comes back now. No. No way. Somebody— Those receivers over there? You know— you That's know, the thing I'm excited you know, for, the Rams receiving core. Because oh those guys— Ooh. It's going to be the greatest show on turf part two. Those guys can, I mean, Cooper Cup is, should be literally jumping around dancing. Can't wait to get on the phone and start working with him because that man was killing it with Goff. Robert Woods. Robert Woods. Oh, yeah. It's uh, Higby and Everett if Everett comes back because Everett is a free agent. There's another one too. Um, well, I'm drawing a blank. Oh, my God. 
What weapons in LA? Yeah, no. Who's the other receiver? Who's that third receiver? Van Jefferson. Oh, Van Jefferson, Josh Reynolds. There you go. Josh Reynolds. Yes. I couldn't think of his name. So that they got. I mean, it's already exciting. It's already exciting stuff. What else? What else is there? I know there was a couple more rumors and things like that, but I don't think much else happened really. I mean, I saw some bogus. Uh, paper with like almost some bogus paper like sourced something that they barely even have sports articles but they sourced something about a Derek Carr Deshaun Watson deal but that's pretty much just nonsense well we, we we've seen that it's possible to trade two starters for each other right I mean that kills Adam Adam Schefter right is the one that said uh over under how many people how many quarterbacks 18 and a half, he's the guy yeah. that said it yep Okay, well, you killed two birds with one stone when you move quarterback for quarterback. So that's pretty yeah, good. Yeah, we're at two already now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, we're at two, and we could guarantee at least like well, three no, or four more. You can already guarantee Breeze. That's three. That's an already guaranteed lock. Cam Newton is not coming back to the Patriots. That's four right there. So you're already building. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, of- it's going to be crazy. It's going to be fun the next couple of months for sure. I'm... Like who ne- who makes the next move? Does a move happen again until March? What, what? No, I don't. You think don't so. think you don't think another move? I, I think if the if the Texans were smart, they would let pre-draft hype get the best of any team that they physically could. Like let it happen to. Like if I'm them, I'm not waiting this out. If if someone's if 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 uh, Fields or whoever, if there's a prospect that looks just phenomenal, is just bouncing off the charts. And that you know how you know how it is. They, yeah, they, but the problem is that we up. don't. Yeah. We, they're doing the senior bowl right now. Doesn't matter. They're doing that this week. Going to be nothing else. Yeah, it's all on tape. But it doesn't matter. There's going to be. There's still going to be that. Yeah, that but that's a, at the the combine is big for trades for for pre for preemptive free agency that stuff and for figuring out what's hot because everyone's there. Of course, but I mean, managers, you know GMs are there, be, coaches are there, scouts are there, people are talking. It doesn't change the fact, you know. Like I, like they were, they were saying the other day, um, about oh, about a month ago, about winter meetings in baseball and how there were no winter meetings and how are winter meetings and how do they work and are they just really like part of the culture at this point? Like, is that just something that just happens? They call it winter meetings. They all go on vacation for a week. Like, what actually happens at winter meetings? And they were saying a lot of them are like showing off new equipment or like you know state-of-the-art technology or this is what the umpires are going to be doing or new rule voting on new rules down in the future you know what i mean getting like a idea but it's also sitting on the beach me and you sipping my ties and i tap you on the shoulder and go hey what do you think about uh nolan Ornato? and you're like no nah, he's good man you know uh, did you ever think about dealing him and literally things like that is where it all kind of just starts unfolding and you don't have that now you don't have that with the combine i'm sure the same thing happens to the combine Wow, kid's quick. What do you think about Van Jefferson? You in love with him? No, I mean, yeah, we, I picked him in the, you know, I picked him earlier. I, I do like him, you know. Yeah, would, would you take a second for him? And then that's it. Now you're already negotiating, you know. So I yeah. get it. Without all that, the hype is kind of gone. But I still think it's gonna be there because there's, it's still the aura of like, you know what I mean? It's still the draft. It's still. A new year, a new season. When does the season officially start? March seventeenth. Yeah. So with that new feeling, I think if I was the so I think the sixteenth or the seventeenth is when teams are allowed to the the legal tampering period begins. You know, it's weird because this is such an unprecedented year, and then you look at something like Harden, right? And I know we're jumping around to all different sports, but 
The reason why is because you look at a situation like that. Harden wanted out. Houston, <laughs> also Houston, uh, completely <laughs> threw dirt on Harden's name. Made him look like shit. Said he was out of shape. Said he was doing this, going to strip. I mean, the, the, the man also. How fat yes. did he look, dude? Yes, but they would could do the same thing about Watson. They could right now. They could be like Watson doing this without a mask, you know, whatever. But they did all this. They smeared all the dirt. They put themselves in a bad situation, a bad situation, forcing themselves in a in a shitty trade situation, right? But hold on, I want to cha- I want to challenge you on that because they might have rubbed some, you know, dragged Harden through the dirt and the mud on his way out. But that was Harden's dirt and mud to begin with. Like the strip club shit. Like it's not a secret yeah. at this point that Harden loves strip clubs. No, yeah, I understand. They, some Someone just, they, I saw this today or yesterday. Somebody asked one of the players on the 2012 Thunder team why they thought Harden did so poorly in the 2012 finals. And he said, the strip clubs in Miami, what the fuck do you think? <laughs> so all the way, you know, for yeah. eight years no, now, you know, you. Harden loves to go to strip clubs. And party. You know, without getting too controversial, I have a very strong stance on like players versus versus uh, ownership, and I think that like Harden, like all, players are always like at the whim of of the higher ups in the sense of yes, Harden is making all the money, and we shouldn't be boohoo. We shouldn't feel bad for him. We shouldn't. He's making all that money, and he's producing. And he's making money for the owner and making money for the team and making money for the city and the whole nine. And fans love him and morale in the city and everything. But when it ends, right, the Houston Rockets will go on forever. It doesn't matter. They can do whatever they want. The Houston Rockets are going to go on forever. And James Harden, at the end of this, in 10 years from now, will just be another good player who just didn't get it done. He was good. He just wasn't great. And that, that's it. We'll write him off. So at the end of the day, the franchise always supersedes the player, no matter what they've done for the franchise. And I think James Harden got to the point where he was like, okay, obviously something's in the water in Houston because I think he got to the point where he was like, all right, I'm fed up. I want out. I have my issues. And then with COVID, it multiplies because you go to strip clubs without a mask in well, this new world. Okay. Can it, can it, and now, you know, I like James. I like me some James Harden. Okay. He's, been one of my favorite guys in the league for a long yeah, time. A I think what player. he does is is ridiculous. I think he's the best offensive player ever to live. Take it easy, but all right, go ahead. Overall, the best scorer ever to live is Durant. The best yeah, overall okay. offensive player. I, I was going to say. No, no, no. Durant, Kevin Durant is the best scorer ever to live. That's like if you made a, a scorer in a – In a lab. In a lab, yeah. Uh, Kaz, do you know Kaz? Yeah. He does the show, in the, the MSG show. Mm-hmm. He tweeted last night, uh, I haven't seen Kevin Durant like distressed – in six years. He's like, if he misses, it's just because he missed. Like, he his shot, like, and he's right. Dude, he shot 11 for 13 last night. Like, well, I mean, it's crazy that he, what, what Durant is is insane. His efficiency is just out of control. That kind of jump shot, that, you know, that kind of player, seven foot tall, insanity. My point with the um, Harden thing that I was getting at, which I can't even, I forgot where I was getting with it now. Oh, can it can it just be that he's, just not a number one. It can be. Because you get him there, he drags him to an eight seed as the number one. They lose in four or five or six to, to whatever whoever they played the first uh, when they were the eight seed that year. And then you get Dwight and it doesn't work. Then you get Chris Paul. No, it was Dwight's fault. Then it was and Chris it doesn't Paul's work. fault. And then you get Russ 
and it doesn't work. But then and Chris now, Paul. Now I'm done. Now it didn't work with Chris Paul. That was Chris Paul's fault. Didn't work with Dwight. That was Dwight's fault. Didn't work with Russ, who you wanted. Now it's Russ's. Now they can't. They don't want to play with each other. I get it. And now I want out because all these things didn't work and none of it was me. And now he looks great playing with the arguably, I mean, one, let's just call it. It's the top three great, one of the top three basketball players ever to live. I'll argue with Prob- anyone on that. Probably. He's up there. He definitely is. Top five. I mean, and the definitely greatest scorer ever. And Kyrie, who, talk about Kyrie. He's got under animals. the bucket, dude. Scoring under the cup. Give me Kyrie. Give me AI over anybody else. The, Finishing. It, 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 so now he can be a three, and I think he is the third, and I think that's why it's going to work out for him there. Yes, I would agree. Also, Chris Paul left the Rockets and brought a team that didn't deserve anything into the second round. And shout out the Rockets now, eighth seed today. As of today, they're the eighth seed in the West playoff team after all this. <laughs> like that's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? It, it happens, but it goes. But anyway, the the point of the, the the fact that we were trying to make the point I was trying to make way back was that Houston was in a shitty situation and still got good trade value for Harden, right? And now I'm thinking to myself, okay, wow, I, I wouldn't count out any team because I think that when you take when you take um, what's the word I'm looking for when you take uh, the expectations, I guess you could say. I'm, I, I'm not that's not the word I'm looking for, but when you take reality, like the reality is, hey, he should probably go for let's just say two ones and a three. When you throw that out, and it's no holes barred. And you just see that Stafford went for that much. And then you see that Jamal Adams went for that much last year. And then you see that James Harden basically went for nine first-round picks. Right? I mean, I don't even— Four four picks, three swaps. Yeah, like get the fuck out of here. When you said, throw logic. That's what I was looking for. Throw logic out the window. There you go. Throw logic out the window. This offseason in the NFL is going to be (laughs) bonkers. Bonkers. Oh, it's going to be insane. And you're always going to look, and the Jets are probably going to do... From March 17th to May 1st, yeah. it's going to be insane. The Jets are probably going to make a trade, and they're probably going to going to go balls out, and they're probably going to go get them, right? And then for the next five years, we're going to talk about... I'm talking not only Watson, his contract, his next contract, we're going to be talking about that trade because I almost believe that their trade picks are going to... You know, the, the picks that were traded... Are going to go into his next contract. So, you think if the Jets trade for him, the picks traded for him are going to go into his second contract four years down the line from now? It's three more years, right? Yeah, no, no, four. Because this this year, the reason his number is so low this year, this coming year, oh, because this is because it's the final. One. This year is the final year of his rookie deal. Okay, and then then the, then that, the extension kicks in. For so no, more. so for four more for one eighty or whatever it was. All right, so then I take that back. I thought that yeah. he had three left. Yeah, so to think that any pick that's given up for Watson this offseason is going to be coming to fruition five years from now is ridiculous. If it's the Jets, because they have four in the next two years. Right, right, right. I think. Hey, listen, depending on what Houston wants, I think the number two probably has to be a part of the trade, no matter what. No matter what. But if they were high on Darnold, I would find a way to be like, hey, listen, you really like Darnold. Like, I really like my number two pick. You take Darnold, you take the number 23 pick, you take both my ones next year, and I'll give you my two next year. Done. That, that's enough. And then guess what? If you know if there's nobody there that you're in love with it too, like Devontae Smith, which is what I would do. Somebody will, somebody will move back up and you get some of those tra- you get some of that pick back, you know, some of those picks back, some of that capital back that way. 
Uh, if that at that point, I know we're playing Madden now, but at that point, you would. We're playing Madden, but this is going to happen. I would move, the NBA. Would move the, out of two. The, the real life NBA has been two K for like the last five years. I now. would move out of two. Right, you don't need Sewell. Right, no. Move out of two, drop back a few spots. Still take Smith, and recoup some of the draft assets that you just Carolina. Wasted. Carolina, hey, move back from two to eight. Move and back then, from two and, to eight. And then you know you're going to get a wide receiver. It Give might me, not be Smith. Move back from two to eight. Give me your two this year and your one next year. But out of Chase, Smith, and who's the other big guy um, also on Alabama? Uh, Waddle. W- Waddle, and there's another one. There's another not on Alabama. Um, In the top ten you're talking? Clemson? Or? Not top ten, but. Yeah. Well, no, Justin Ross is the guy from Clemson you're thinking of, and he's not in the draft. He didn't play all year because of a neck injury, and he went back to school. I think he's going to try to play senior year. He'll be a t- if he plays and he and he gets right he's again. An absolute animal. He's a huge man. He's like six four, two twenty five, six percent body fat he's on a bad day. Animal. He's he's a large man. Well, I'm saying either way at seven, there's options definitely. So, whatever. Enough about the Sean Watson. I, I'm getting sick talking about him. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing else really, uh, NFL wise, off season wise, right? We hit it all. Yeah. So we'll, we'll take a quick break. What's up, guys? This is Jimmy from Parlay Vu here with a special announcement for you. Hey, guys, this is Jimmy, and you're listening to the Rewind presented by House of Happy Podcast Network. You're signed to sign up whether or not they could. They just don't think they should. Never tell me the odds. The Rewind. The Rewind. The Rewind. That's right, House of Havoc presents The Rewind, a new podcast brought to you by me, Miss Emily Short, and Gage Zangi. We're going to be breaking down some of our favorite movies, the good, the bad, and the ugly, and having some fun while we do it. So that's going to be coming soon. Just wanted to let you guys know about that. Stay tuned. Let's see. Tulsa. Warford. We're back in Nevada, dude. That's when you have a problem. Nevada, one, hold on. One eight hundred gambler. If you're betting on UNLV Warford basketball games, hold on. Warford, I love Nevada. He says that's what, that was the thing. And I'm telling you right now, there's another one too. NC State. <laughs> what are you doing, dude? But oh god, you got to go to the deep web to watch these games. Yeah. Fire truck red, dude. Hostra. He bet on Hostra two days in a row and 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 what? cashed out. Hostra. I'm like, dude, dude look, look at. I don't even know how to say this. <laughs> Valparaiso. I knew you were gonna. I knew you were gonna. As soon as you said I don't know how to say this, I knew it was gonna be Valpo. I'm like, dude, what? I'm like, Valpo really? is a very well known college basketball school. No, I, can't I know. You don't know how no, to I say just it. don't know how to say it. But and he's heaters stay hot, dude. Heaters stay hot. Fire hey, truck man. red. Anyway. Hey man. Good Let's talk Super Bowl. Yeah, the, the Super Bowl is this Sunday. Um, the line is three and a half still, correct? No, it's moving. It's moving. It's, the it's, line's uh, moving? It's moving the wrong way. for. Uh, moving in favor of the Bucs? N- yeah, uh, no, moving in favor of the Chiefs. Oh, my. You're going to give Tom Brady uh, more points? I, I'm going to double check, but I had five on, on uh, some, some sites. So, But go ahead. Tom Brady has forgotten more Super Bowl plays than you can remember. Um, That's for sure true. 
I'm going to take I'm support. I'm going to take Tom Brady with the points uh, with conviction. I don't feel bad about that. I understand that the Chiefs are very capable of winning this game and are the favorite for a reason. See, it's three on here. It's three on ours. But I have seen it move to five. Five would be great, but I'll take three. I'll buy the half point. I'm not taking. It. I'm not taking three. You cannot. You cannot convince me to take three. You can convince me to take five very easily. I'll take the three. Silly. I'll do it. Let's go. Let's. Do it's Tom props. Brady, dude. Is this, is this like? Is this the fun props, or am I getting? What am I doing? Am I getting tricked right now? What's going on? No, no, no. It's just uh, CBS, CBSSports.com. Props. Right. You know, this is their list of prop bets. Okay. Got the good old the coin toss is minus one hundred one either way. Tails. You know, you say that we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. It's very close to almost 50-50 over the years. This is 55, so right? So it might it might be even. No, it's one off. Yeah. It's one off. Yeah. It's like 27 and 26 or something like that. Yeah, I just looked it up. Well, not I think, that. I think that heads yeah. is winning. I think heads is winning. Um, I like tails. For no absolute, for absolutely no fucking reason at all. You know what? Heads. Someone told you tails never fails when you were a kid, and you're like, that rhymes. I like that. Well, tails doesn't ever fail. Well, it fails half the time. So yeah, fifty you percent know. of the time, all the time. The next one, this is the fun one. We had the story about Matt being a, being in AC a couple of years ago. The, will the opening kickoff be a touchback? Yes, yes. is minus two twenty. No, plus one ninety. Well, Matt took no that year, and they ran it out. Yeah, but here's like the way since they changed the kickoff rules. Yeah. To you know to avoid concussions. Well, it was like that it was last year. Yeah, I know, but since this rule has been in effect, well, they changed the rule just this year where the gunners can't, can't move. move until the ball's kicked. Since all these rules have been changed now, now what they do is kick the ball down to like the half yard line and make you run it out. Great. So if they kick the ball a half yard into the end zone or down to the goal line, it there you go. it can't be a touchback. I like that one at plus one ninety. See now, I would go plus one ninety too. Imagine like this is what I'm saying. So you get the coin toss right, and then you get that right, and you're up a significant amount of money to start if you're betting decent sized units. Right. And that's a great way. That's a great way to start the show. Or a bad way. It depends on how you you go. What else? I, you got? I got the player props now. Those were the you know the pregame props. I mean, there's a few more that they're just not that fun. There's like, what will the first play be? A run player or a pass play? Uh, it's be. I think it'd be a pass. Pass player sack is plus one hundred. Run plays minus one twenty. Um, will there be a score in the first five minutes? Yes, no, minus one ten either way. Really, one ten. First team to score: Tampa plus one ten, Kansas City minus one thirty. All right, mm, don't care for that. First score of the game: touchdown or a field goal. Touchdown. Touchdowns minus 160, field goal or safety plus 140. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm not taking it, but give me the touchdown. So, so now individual prop bets for players. Just uh, over under on Mahomes yards. What do you think it is? Mm, 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 mm. I'm going to say something it's crazy. 327. It's 327 and a half. Oh, 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 oh <laughs> let's go. That is... That's good stuff, man. Uh, uh, the overs minus one fifteen. I'd probably take the over. Uh, it's close. I don't know. I, I don't know. That's pa- a good number, man. That's pa- a real good passing number. toddies. Two and a half. Yep. That's easy. Minus one fifteen either way. Uh, completions. Uh, Twenty eight. Yep. Wow. Did you look this shit no, up? I swear <laughs> on everything. I did not look this up. All right. Uh, attempts. Uh. 43. 40 and a half. Right. Now, here's the super fun one for me that I like for Mahomes is. Rushing uh, yards? No, no, no. They did it last year. Intos. 
Interceptions. Okay. Over under on Mahomes interceptions. I'm going to say something crazy. Okay. Because it's a crazy week. Get crazy. And I want these people to hear what I'm saying and say, this guy's good. Go ahead. 0.5. Yeah. Okay. That's not the crazy part. No. That's not the crazy part. The crazy part is what's the over? What are the odds on the over? Plus 160. Plus 140. Oh! <laughs> You're going to set the over-under at, at, at less than one interception, and then the over is, is plus so points? the under is what? Minus the under is two? minus 170. 170? I was going to say two. Yeah, wow. I mean, longest completion. I don't think he's going to throw a pick. I think he will. You would think. Right. You would think that. that Tampa it seems logical, right? Yeah, it one interception in, the, in one of the biggest games of your life. Yeah, it seems logical, but I don't know. Seems logical. Actually, that's a pretty good bet. I, you should we should circle that because that that is a pretty good. Yeah, bet. that one's a good one. Go ahead. Longest completion for Mahomes. Yeah, uh, thirty six yards. Thirty nine and a half. Okay, I'm right. I mean, I'm right. Now, there. now we're at rushing. Like. Now we're at rushing yards with the over under on rushing yards with from Mahomes, which I think the over is a guarantee. Um, rushing yards, uh, twenty three. Eighteen and a half. Minus one ten on the over on that one. I don't know. Eighteen. He has. He doesn't have a turf toe issue. Yeah. Slight turf toe. Uh, and then everything. Dude, turf toe's a bitch. I know. And then everything with the whole getting knocked out of the game last week. Yeah. And you have to remember, like, it happened but I mean, last year, the you also downs lose yards. Yeah, and the other thing that you have to realize is that Mahomes could rip one twenty yard run and, and it'd, it'd be, be over, over right? Yeah. yeah, but then you can lose it like and take the knee year. downs. Yeah. Yeah. But. I don't know. I don't. I wouldn't touch it. I, I had a last game uh, last year under, and I hit because he took the knee downs. So love to see it. I guess. Ty Hill, receptions. I think I'm going to be too low. Six and a half. It's six and a half. Oh, oh my god! Over minus one thirty-five. Under plus one hundred five. Um, I wouldn't touch it because I think it's the over. I think it's, it's not over. worth it. Yards. Eighty-seven. Ninety-one and a half. It's okay. so a minus one fifteen split on that one. Kelsey, receptions. Uh, seven. And a half. Seven and a half. Okay. Over one minus one thirty five. Under plus one hundred five. I think they're both going over. Yards. I'm gonna say eighty seven. Ninety seven and a half. Ninety seven. Ninety seven and a half. I figured it would be close to hundred. I almost want to say under. I think I would. They got them, pretty good linebackers for them to win the game. I think Kelsey and Hill both go over a hundred yards. That's if also a prop. I would take that prop bet if I could get and it. And it's plus one. Uh, it's plus one eighty because tonight R.J. Barrett and Quigley both going over fifteen points is plus one ninety. Mm. Okay. Uh, Darrell Williams, rushing attempts. Darrell Williams rushing attempts. Yeah. Is Clyde Clyde's out? Don't think he's out, but. Not expected to start. Is Bell in? Bell, not sure. All right. Give me uh, eight and a half. Yep. Wow. Kids on fire with the prop are you, bets. Are you kidding You me? might have a where, – where, where have you been with this kind of stuff all year? I don't know. I, uh... That's minus 130 for the over, plus 100 on the under. Uh, rushing yards? Uh, f- 42. 32 and a half. Okay. I would go over. Moving on to the other side of the ball. Thomas. Thomas Brady. This is going to be way harder for me. Yards. 315. 296 and a half. He's going over. I think so too. That's a minus 115 split. Against that against that team? Against that Chiefs defense? Yeah. He's going over. Passing toddies. Two and a half. Yep. 
Overs plus 140, I would take that. The unders minus 170. Wow, they're really not respecting Brady these first. I know. It's rough completions. Uh, 26. 24 and a half. Okay. Over okay. minus 125, under minus 105. Mm. Not uh, bad. Attempts. Uh, 41. It's 39 and a half. The over is minus 120. The under is minus 110. I would take the over just because you imagine you got to If you're ch- playing from down, you're throwing. Even if you're not playing from down, they can score points like lightning. Like if, if I'm coaching a game against Patrick Mahomes and the 2020 Chiefs, I am trying to put up 100 points. Yeah, but you got to be careful. You're, you're either – there's two theories. You either time of possession, run, 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 run. Keep the score as low as possible. Keep Mahomes off the field, or you just say, "Fuck it, let's shoot out. Let's just I get into a shootout." I don't think that works against I these guys. I want a Super Bowl shootout more than anything in the world. Yeah, I think we all do. That's it would be. Uh, that's what you look forward to. The boxes matter. Everything's it's fun. Go ahead. Interceptions for Thomas. Point five. Yeah, it's the same, but the it's minus one sixty that he goes over, and plus one thirty that he goes under. <laughs> Longest completion. I think they both throw an interception. Yeah. Parlay that. But fuck. Like, that's... <laughs> parlay that. <laughs> longest <laughs> longest completion. Right parlay that. W- longest completion. For Brady, it's going to be 32. It's 39 and a half. Wow. Mi- minus I, 115 split. I would go over, I guess. This is the, the, the awesome one uh, for, for one Thomas sorry, Brady. Under, under, sorry. Go ahead. For Thomas Brady rushing yards. Six and a half. One half of a yard. Really? 0.5. Over is plus 140. I don't know why I said six and a half. I guess that's crazy. Wow. That's one quarterback sneak. Yeah, but then he can't kneel. Yeah, the knee downs and sacks. but No, he doesn't lose on sacks. Oh, sacks don't. No. <clears throat> uh, Mike Evans now catches receptions, as they say. Receptions. Uh, six and a half. It's four and a half, and it's a minus one fifteen split, and I think that's easy money on the over. I think that's easy money. Easy money on the over. Some of the prop bets, dude. Like I said, the Damian Lillard one I hit the other day, not to get off track. That it was over under four and a half threes. I smashed the over on it at like minus one ten, and he had four threes in the first half. Yeah, and then he only had five for the game, but still, to, wins a win, dude. With Dam with Damian Lillard, he hit four of them in the first half. He only needs one more for a whole half. I love that. And I feel the same way again about uh, four and a half receptions from Mike Evans. Four and a half receptions, which means his yardage is also going to come in fairly low. Relatively, yes. 55. Not that low. It's 62 and a half. Again, minus 115 split. Again, I think you can make money there. Yeah, Mike Evans. No, no respect on Mike Evans. Now, now here's where it gets weird because this was the guy we thought we were going to be able to make good money on. Godwin? Yeah. His receptions. Three and a half. No, five and a half. See, now I went lower. Yeah, but this see, this is what I'm saying. It's weird now because it's not. It's higher. They went the other way. And the over is minus 110 and the under is so minus 120. his yards are 74? 71 and a half. I don't feel great about touching the receptions. I would probably, if you want to go receiving yards. We thought Godwin receiving yards would be the moneymaker here, but it looks like Evans is going to be the guy. I mean, you can't. I think Evans could go over literally in the first half. Evans could go over in, in two catches. I mean, so could Godwin. Yeah. But my thing about it is, you have to break it down and say, okay, look, I love Tom Brady in this game. Okay, his completions were this. 
So if they're saying over under completions is what was it, 29? Whatever, 26, just say, whatever. 26. 28 and a half. All right. So where is the 28 and a half going? It's not going to the running backs. They're right. not going to the running backs. So now, now hand them out. A guy who I don't think is on this list, Scotty Miller. I mean, hand them out. You know what I mean? So now you say Scotty Miller gets three. Okay, there's 23 left. Hand them out. Four to Gronk. Okay, there's 19 left. I think four to Gronk is generous. No, but I'm just saying. Now, yeah, exactly. I want to be generous. Now there's 19 left between Brown, Evans, and and uh, Godwin. Godwin. Okay, I in with my math that says over. You're not wrong. Leonard Fournette uh, attempts rushing attempts. Nine. Eleven and a half. Okay. Minus one hundred five on the over. Minus one twenty five on the under. Yards. Mm, Thirty two. Forty seven and a half. Wow. That's... Minus one twenty on the under. Minus one ten on the over. I don't like that. I would go minus receptions. For Leonard. Yeah. I want to say one and a half, but I'll say two and a half. Three and a half. Okay, two and a half. All right, I went off. All right. Minus one twenty five on the over. Minus one hundred five on the under. Receiving yards. Twenty. 23 and a half. My, again, minus 110, minus yeah. 120. Anytime touchdown scores. All um, right. Uh, how do you want to do this? You want pick a guy and I'll tell you? I'll try to go in order. All right, go in is order. It, is it just Bucks or is it everybody? No, it's everybody. <clears throat> Kelsey. Technically tied with one Hill. other. Hill and Kelsey tied at minus 162. Godwin. No, there's two guys above him that Evans. are tied. Evans is plus 120. Godwin's plus 138. There's one more guy on the box above, uh, tied with Evans at plus 120. Gronk? No, Lenny. Lenny Fournette. Wow, yeah, all right, okay. Gronk's got some value then? There's got to be value playing Gronk then. Well, see, the, this list that I have here only goes up. You got Godwin at plus 138, Edwards Hilaire at plus 175, and then Darrell Williams at plus 200, and that's where the list ends. So there is value then? There's got to be if value. If Gronk is above yeah. 200. To score, yeah, if he's above he's been, 200. Uh, folks, he's been in a few Super Bowls before. He he's has caught a couple of them, yeah. And uh, I know he's primarily a blocking tight end, but he's not going to need to be able to block the Chiefs defense. He's not going to have to. Do you agree? What? To, I'm sorry, what'd you say? Gronk has been there before, right? He has good, he was, he's been blocking most of the year, but he's not going to need to block much against the Chiefs defense. Oh, right. Yeah. So, 100%. I think Gronk will score a touchdown, definitely. You know what I mean? He might get one catch, one yard, one touchdown, but I think he's I think he gets it. What else we got? Anything good? I we, saw the I saw the Gatorade. The Gatorade is orange for the favorite. I saw that. It's orange plus, is the favorite. Plus one twenty five. Yeah, I saw that. I didn't look at much, um, but I know that. The last play of the game be a quarterback rush, meaning a kneel down, essentially. Oh, yes is minus wow. 145. No is plus 125. I'm not touching that. That's interesting. Yeah, it's a tough one. That's very interesting stuff. I'm not touching that. Total touchdowns in the game over under? Uh, six and a half. Yep. Over is minus 150. Under is plus 120. Uh, longest touchdown scored? Uh, 42. 44 and a half. Minus 110 split. Shortest touchdown scored? Um, think about this. Point five. One and a half yards. One and a half. Over plus one fifty. Under minus one seventy. Okay, now I learned. I know something about this. This 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 is the only one I do know something about. <clears throat> Historically, 
it's hit over 80% of the time when there are more than four touchdowns scored that there is a score from the one-yard line in a Super Bowl. Yeah, that makes sense. Which is crazy. So if there's five – in the fifth touchdown, there's at least a chance that one of them is from the, the one-yard line. So I'll just hit you with that. This one was fun. Will there be three unanswered scores in the game? Yes is minus 175. No, there absolutely will not be three unanswered No, scores. well, plus 155, so there's some value there. I would take that. I think it's going to be a shoot. People are really disrespecting Tom Brady. You cannot have a spread of three. Vegas cannot put a spread of three, right? And then go ahead and say there's going to be three unanswered scores. Now you're talking a blowout. Yeah. I mean, it, hey, man. You know uh, what I mean? Bengals without Burrow. You, you can make money on these prop bets. You could turn a bad year into a huge good year in one day on some prop of these prop bets. It's so crazy. But, I mean, I'll well, get here's another one. Here's another one that you can get money on right here. Will there be a successful two-point conversion? Yes, plus 195. I actually think there will be. Yeah. Because the way we go for like, the two-pointers these yeah, days. Exactly. Yeah, you know, it seems like when you're down by nine, you go for two, so that way the field goal wins the game. Whatever, you know, you it's know. just it's crazy, but they do do it. Um, let's see if we got anything else fun here. A bunch of field goal nonsense. If you are here for field goal prop bets, I'm sorry, move on. I'm not. I don't got time for it. Longest field goal is what? Forty-seven and a half. <sighs> Over under forty-six and a half. Shortest. Oh, come shortest on. is twenty-six and a half. That's from. That's a chippy. Largest lead in the game. Um, 17. 14 and a half, minus oh, 110 right. split. This was a cool one, too. I thought, will the game be tied after 0 0? Yes, minus 150. No, plus 130. Mm, I'd say yes. I'd say yes, too. What is but it? I mean, plus, minus, minus 150. There's still value in that. This is a really fun one when you think about the history of the Super Bowl. Total players with a pass attempt over under is. Two and a half. Right, over two and a half is plus one thirty, under two and a half minus one fifty. Well, that's actually but, not enough, you know. Like no, but it is though because the suit. I mean, think of, history, when you think. Yeah. Of, I mean, I think of Julian Edelman. I think of Antoine Randall. I think of just pulling out all yeah, the stops. Pe- yeah, people throw. Yeah, it, you know the crazy. Remember that Antoine Randall play? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Insanity. That one I thought was a fun <laughs> insanity. One. <laughs> uh, total yards in the game. By both teams? Total net yards in the game, yeah. Ugh. You got to give me one second on this. Let's say 784. 765 and a half, minus 110 split. All right, not terrible. 20 yards total over. Total successful third down conversions. Mm, 16. 11 and a half. Wow. Over plus 105. So if you feel that strongly about it. The under is minus 125. Um, I guess eight third down conversions each is a lot. Yeah. Dude, will game go to overtime? What is it, plus uh, 300? No. 500? 1,000? Seven. And what is it, minus 900? Five? No, go down. Keep going oh, down. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> minus 13. Yeah, they probably have to ensure they're minus their 1,300. Will team that scores last win the game? No is plus 170. That's interesting. We'll team this goal. Hmm. Uh, that's tough. 
because then you you got to predict the outcome. It's like yeah. you know, it's a whole big thing. So here we go. We got a little short list for the big one, the uh, the most valuable player of the Super Bowl. I think it's going to be. And we'll close out with this. You want me to tell you who I think it's going to be? Patrick Tom, Mahomes is obviously number. Patrick one. Mahomes is the favorite at, at minus one twenty. Yeah. Tom Brady's. Well, here I'll I'll give you the people on the. I'll give you my list here from CBS Sports. Mahomes minus one twenty. Brady plus one ninety. Those are the two that make sense. It's traditionally a quarterback award, although I believe seven of the last twelve have been non-quarterbacks. I would do. I would do Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill's plus twelve hundred. Twelve hundred. Travis Kelsey plus thirteen hundred. Did you say twelve hundred? I said twelve hundred. Yes, plus twelve hundred. Oh my god! Anybody else that I didn't just name is plus twenty five hundred or better. So wow. Mahomes minus one twenty, Brady plus one ninety, Tyreek Hill plus twelve hundred, Kelsey plus thirteen hundred, anybody else plus twenty five hundred or possibly better. I think Hill and Why Kelsey. Why are they saying that? Is because if Hill and Kelsey have a, a phenomenal game, then if they both do well, Mahomes wins it. I guess you would think if they both go eight. If this is a if this is a close game. First of all, if Tyreek Hill has a game like he had the last time these two met up, it's Tyreek Hill's. Well, yeah. He, that, he had he 200 went, yards in the first half. He went insane. Up. So that's <laughs> I mean, like, that's the I mean blueprint right there, I guess, for a Tyreek Hill MVP is something like that. Or you look for like a close game, like a 42 to 40 or something, you know, where Mahomes throws maybe five touchdowns, but four of them were for, to Tyreek Hill, and he had 170 yards with four touchdowns on 10 grabs or whatever, and he caught the go-ahead. Like those are probably that's those are your two deals. I would deals bet where, a lot of money on Tyreek Hill scoring a touchdown. I would bet money on Tyreek Hill scoring the first. Or game. if it's a sloppy game, which probably isn't going to happen, but throughout the history of the Super Bowl, they traditionally are sloppy. More often than not, the game is less exciting than they are exciting, right? Oh my god, yeah. More often so than sad. not, they're not exciting. So God forbid we see some sort of a game where god. Mahomes <laughs> is like thirteen of twenty. Or 13 of 27 for like 200 yards and one touchdown. And Tyreek Hill has seven grabs for 120 yards and one touchdown. Then it's his, you know. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I hope there are ways to get there. It's just traditionally, you know, any typical normal football game, your MVP is probably going to be your quarterback. If seven of 12, if that's it, I don't know. Is that accurate? It's, I think it's seven of the last 12. If seven that- of the last something. Because you got the Seahawks game. There was the, the linebacker from the Seahawks that won. Von Miller won. Wagner? No, was, uh, no, it wasn't Wagner. It was the other middle linebacker. Can't think of his name. <sighs> okay, go ahead. Von Miller won. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say Butler, but he didn't win. But he should have won. Oh my god! I can't think of win? I can't think of anybody else off the top of my head. There's got to be. Didn't Santonio Holmes win? I'm looking the Steelers up. Super Bowl. Here we go. I think Santonio Holmes won it when he toe tapped that. Touchdown in the We're corner. not perfect people. Sometimes we have to. Yeah, and stuff. you know, we're down we're down two guys today. We have so, no Nick and no Brian. Bart Starr won the the first and second Super Bowl MVP. That's great. But we're gonna go backwards. <laughs> uh, Mahomes last year. Uh you want you want to guess? Patriot, not quarterback the year before. Oh, it was Edelman. Yep. Then quarterback, Eagles. Pulse, right? Then tell me the game. Don't just uh I don't know who played it. That's the, I don't know who uh, Brady is the next one. Oh, yeah. Then, then the Broncos, which you said. Von Miller. Then the Patriots again. It was Brady. Yep. Then Seattle. Still, I can't think of the linebacker's name. Malcolm Smith. Malcolm Smith. Which I didn't think that was him. I thought it was somebody else. 
No, I knew it was somebody who who it was you know wasn't. I mean, then then you got then you got to run with three quarter three more quarterbacks, which is Flacco, Eli, Rogers, Breeze four in a row, then Pittsburgh, Santonio. Yep. Then Eli again. Then his brother Peyton. Then Pittsburgh wide receiver. Was it Hines? Yep. Uh, then wide receiver for New England. Um. Oh my God! Is it Dion? Yep. Dion Branch. I'm gonna go till you don't get it, and I know you're not gonna get the next one. The, not the next one, the one after that. All right, what's the next one? Uh, Tom Brady. The next one after this, Tampa Bay won. Tampa Bay in 2004. That was that's the year. Uh, no, 2000. Uh, 2000. Um, Derek Brooks. No, was it the quarterback? Corner. Garce, corner. Cornerback. Corner. Uh-huh. Tampa Bay, Rondé, no, not Rondé Barber. Yeah, well, it could have been, yeah, he played it. No, he played safety. No, he played, he was, went back and forth, I thought. For the end of his career, he was playing uh, safety, but he started as Oh, maybe. Right? It wasn't Rondé yeah. Barber, though. No, it was, um, I lost it now. Oh, my Lord. Uh, Dexter Jackson. Okay. Two first half interceptions. What, what was the game in 99? Brady. 99? Well, the next one was Brady. No, so then we were off. Keep going. What's what's before that? Ray Lewis. Yeah, Ray. Okay, so that was 2000. Then Kurt Warner and John Elway. Then Denver running back. Todd. Um, yes. You want to say it. I know. Terrell Davis. Yes. Yeah. I going to say Todd Davis. He's a linebacker. Uh, this one's awesome. Uh, kick returner, Green Bay. That was when they played. Uh, New England in that Super Bowl, and now you're getting to the point where we were babies. Mm-hmm. So, Desmond Howard was it Desmond Howard? 244 all-purpose yards and a 99-yard kick return. You want to talk talk about a, a, a defensive player and a, ga- a gadget player before gadget players existed. before the era of the positionless player and the gadget player? This man won a Heisman, won a national championship, and won a Super Bowl and a Super Bowl MVP as a cornerback. So, without going too much longer, this is all I'll say. Um, Edelman, wide receiver, 10 catches, 141 yards. Okay. I'm going to go to the next wide receiver. Low scoring game though. Right. Understandable. I'm just naming Holmes, nine catches, 131 yards, one touchdown. So none of these wide receivers. Go ahead, touchdown. Right. But none of these receivers have had any, um, right. But I'm saying Ward, five catches, 123, one touchdown. So if Tyreek Hill goes for 200, he's probably going to get it. You know what I mean? But it doesn't look like any of these guys. That's Terrell Davis, 30 carries, 157 yards, three touchdowns. That'll do it. You know what I mean? That will do it. And I don't think anybody else in this range. Jerry Rice, 11 catches, 215 yards, and a touchdown. That'll do it. Yeah. So you just got to – It can happen. Those odds are phenomenal. It needs to be, like you said, because the 10 and 144, that got it it for Edelman, 10 and 144 with no score. Yeah. 10 and 144 with no score probably isn't going to get it for you in a regular Mahomes game. But if that if the final score of that game was 9 to 6 and you kicked nine three field goals and you had 10 catches for 144 oh, yeah. out of a total of 200 yards, then it'll do it for you. Santonio Holmes numbers didn't seem crazy, but he toe tapped that oh, ball yeah. and caught <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, now, I don't know what Brady's completion like percentage was, but in that Super Bowl that Edelman won, but he may have completed 40% of every pass to Edelman. Yeah, it was I don't if I don't remember exactly, but it was a rough passes game. or 20 in between 22 and 24 passes. 
10 went to Edelman. So that's 40, that's about 40%. Yeah. So that's like, all right, give this man an MVP. I don't know. I'm excited. Yeah. The game's going to be fun. I'm rooting for Tom. One thing before we leave, because I think I'm rooting for, uh, I'm rooting for a shootout. I like to see Mahomes win. Yeah. I'm always as a Jets fan. Zero out of what, I guess 20 times now that we've been doing this whole thing. At least, right? Um, zero out of 20 times has it really mattered to me. When I was younger, I used to be more invested in a team that I wanted to see win because the Jets meant less to me because I was eight. But for the large part, I've never really cared. I've always kind of rooted for a good game because yeah. you, you hate to see those like Seattle-Denver games that were just terrible. The only thing I want to say when I close, we close up the show is <clears throat> the Gatorade thing, right? Hear me out. I was thinking about this today. Emily, I want to hear what you think too. <clears throat> it's not what you, it's not. I'm not going where you think I'm going. The the person who fills the Gatorade thinks. No idea. Like the the ball. Oh, boy? in terms of like it being like who fills it? I'm sure that is a-, a very 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 because the favorite is still plus one twenty five. So if anybody's listening, Emily, if you don't know, I don't know if you you listen to the show like this, but. If you bet 100, you win 125 back, plus your 100. So your net profit is 125. If you know somebody fills that Gatorade, yeah, you can't control the outcome of the game, but somebody fills the Gatorade, and somebody does it before the game. Now, I understand that there's two teams. This is the only thing I can come up with, and that the Chiefs may have orange and the that That's what I was just going to say. Bucks may have uh, clear. So somebody's got to – it's not going to be – you know what I mean? But if not – it seems very controllable to me, and I'm like an open arms. Well, the fact I mean, that you can that's bet the on same. the Royal Rumble when it's a scripted finish to me sounds. But it's tight. The WWE, like the yeah, it's a close network. It's but tight. It doesn't matter in terms of who knows. It makes no. It makes no difference to you whether Edge knew he was going to win the Royal Rumble. I'll and tell his you. Wife I'll tell puts you. a million dollar bet in. Edge calls his wife the day before, the, the day of and says, oh, "Honey, I'm I'm going to win the Royal Rumble." Right, but Edge could lose still because Vince, yes, because 100 percent Vince could in the he middle could. Of a match call he, it. He and could say, no, switch it. He could. So, I'm I'm just saying, but these those are the things that confuse me. So I'm looking at those bets and I'm like, damn, that's kind of fucking that's kind of rigged. There's what about gotta what about be the there's anthem? gotta be something about what about the national anthem? Oh yeah, we talked about this last week. Historically, historically. When they practice on Saturday before in the stadium in front of like the the whole vibe, whatever they go, they have a time like over last year was over under a minute thirty four seconds. Right. She went under in the pre, like in the in the um, practice in the, run, yeah, rehearsal, and then went over in the real thing, okay. right? So historically, that's a controllable prop. Two. There's, a degree. There's nothing to, to it. If an I was extent, singing, if I was think, singing, and I said, "Do you think that the singer is either one counting to themselves in their head while they're performing in front of the world, or that they have some sort of timer, or do you just think you know this? You were a performer of of oral music as a younger man. Jesus Christ! Um, when you're performing, you have a tendency to want to rush. We, we've we're, we've all performed at one point in our life. Well, yeah, you rush if you're scared, and you uh, when you're up there, you have a tendency to want to rush through everything. So you, especially people who are good at it, just like in sports, you, you try can't. to slow everything yeah, down. Yeah. So you'd rat, you're trying to slow everything down instead of 
But let's not it. break down the science. Well, I'm just saying that. What do you think? Like you're you're over here talking fucking well, I'm Tim Dillon conspiracy. The, by the way, no. Tim Dillon fight me. You're talking all <laughs> kinds of Tim like Tim Dillon fucking uh, conspiracy theories here about the fucking singer being in on it. Like they're getting uh, greased by the mob because they got a lot of money on it. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. How do you it think? Not, it's, does it not sound like? Yeah, it's dude, it's possible. Out? But that's gambling. No, that's it's not. It's just I like, as okay, possible. I'm sorry. It's dude. just like the stock market where someone has an insider information and all of a sudden all this shit's happening. But we I know they arms. cheat in the stock market. So you're okay, admitting that. I know that you cheat the game. I'm not cheating shit. Not I wish you. I could. Yeah, listen to me. Listen to me. Because you're not on the top. Uh, some, somebody cheat for me. Listen to me. The, the odds of somebody going up to Mariah Carey or Avril Lavigne or whoever the fuck is singing the national anthem mm-hmm. that year and greasing them and saying, oh, you know, we got a lot of money on it, this and that, whatever, just as likely. As it not happening? Just as likely as somebody going up to Patrick Mahomes and saying, hey, we got your pregnant wife locked in a room, oh, okay. throw the fucking That's game. not fucking Just true. as likely. Or, or just greasing him. Jim, and I love how we're ending the show on this. It's just this as is, fucking likely, this dude. Is, this You're is as manic ridiculous. as the whole year has been. Is what we're ending right now. Oh, oh, here, here's a flag. There you go. Flag on you, dude. <laughs> and That's I'm gonna a flag on you, it, dude. And I'm gonna challenge it. And this is what I'm gonna say. If I'm singing, and I'll end it on this, you guys can debate all you want. But if I'm singing the national anthem at the Super Bowl, what Super Bowl is it? Fifty-five. Fifty-six. Fifty-six. If I'm no, fifty-five. Fifty-five. Doesn't matter. LV. It doesn't matter what year it is. If I'm singing at a Super Bowl in my lifetime, I am for sure telling my friends I'm dragging this bitch out, or I'm rushing this bitch. And there's nothing that you can do. There's nothing that anybody could say. Hey, Jim, empty the bank account because I'm rushing this bitch. Yeah, but my feeling okay. about that is, is as a performer, especially a singer, is like if you were a performer and a singer and you said that to me, I'm gonna, I'm saying bullshit. You know, I'm saying bullshit because it's no matter how good you are to sing the national anthem at the Super Bowl. You could you could say I'm gonna rush it. I'm gonna you're gonna do what you're gonna do. Mm. You are going to I, because I, I, I disagree. Tell you, no, not I at think all. of all I the things to rig. I think I think a singer would 100 percent be in that moment, and they're gonna say it the best they're gonna say it because guess what? If they flub one word, now it's under. I think of all of the things that you could possibly rig to to win money on in a Super Bowl. The, the fucking singing the national anthem is not okay but do you agree with the gatorade here's the no no, here's the thing with the gatorade you could say oh i know kansas city has blue gatorade and i know tampa bay has green gatorade and then you go and put them two million dollars on each one and And you're guaranteed to make money you're guaranteed you want that's the only way now somebody told me at work because i don't do this for a living somebody said at work which i was like ah shit connor i was like oh shit you're right there's more than one Gatorade. There's got to be more than one Gatorade. How do you know which one they grab? Are they yeah. all the same? How do you know Tom Brady doesn't like red Gatorade and everybody else? And Tom's like, don't touch my fucking Gatorade. Well, and it's how nice. do you know there will be Gatorade this year in a COVID season? They've had Gatorade. Uh, you mean the Gatorade they've, dump? Yeah. They've had all. It's all been. They've on, had the cups of Gatorade. Yeah. I think it's still. pre-bottled. See, we just saw in the World Series a player that was dragged out during the game because he, he had COVID. He went back. For it. Yeah, but it's and still, there was no celebration. And he said, I, no and he said I would do it again. Well, yeah, but I would still, want him to do it he's again. He still, with COVID, went out there and celebrated. It's an absolute once in a lifetime situation, I don't think, and it didn't hurt anybody. I, especially if it's the box, I don't think Tom Brady and whoever else it is that goes is going to hesitate to shower Bruce Arians in Gatorade I because of COVID. Agree. I don't, Honestly, I don't I buy that. See the NFL just having a a bucket of Gatorade ready. Just on the way. side. Just on the side. Not being used, not even on the field. They might have the buckets on the field as like show Rob, yeah. that don't have anything in it. And Can you bet on it being out. water? Clear. Clear. Um, also, my the other thing I want to say was 
we know for a fact, like not this year because this year, you know, COVID and everything, but when you see those shots on the sideline and they're walking around with the tray, the water boys have the tray of the Gatorade cups mm -hmm. from, from like a straight on shot. It's just a, a plastic uh, paper Gatorade cup. But when you get like that sky cam, you see the tray, like half of it's water, half of it's red Gatorade, half of it's tailgate. You see that every mm -hmm. fucking week. Mm -hmm. So we know that there's different multiple coolers of Gatorade on the sideline. Right. So I think it's not as easily tangible. So to close out the show, I'll just say this because we didn't mention it. Um, Tom Brady, he – did you hear about this? At, at the end of the game last week, uh, Levante David said it today. I think on ESPN. He was telling the story how – they won. They advanced to the Super Bowl, and the players on the team were crying. Some of the players on the team were crying, like with joy. They couldn't believe that they're going to the Super Bowl. And Tom Brady ran up to him, the defensive player, and said, "The fuck are you crying for? We haven't won anything yet." And that, to me, at forty, what two, three, three, speaks absolute volumes. Well, I thought you were going to say somebody asked him about playing past his contract. He which did. Would be he past said forty-five, and he said, "Yeah." And he like said, "I like the play." Man's a fucking cyborg. Yeah. Out of control. Well, he's got a lot of balls to talk about someone else crying. Tommy cries a lot. Well, the other he cries a lot. He sits down a lot when Eli. Well, the other thing too is the other thing too is uh, his kid. I don't care. I'm saying it. Back and in 2012, he said Brandon Spikes was bummed out about not making this, the Pro Bowl, and he said, uh, "You think I play this shit to win Pro Bowls?" He's like, "You think I play this shit to go to Pro Bowls?" Like we're we're going we're trying to win Super Bowls here, Brandon. And then this year. Devin White was bummed that he didn't make the Pro Bowl. And Tom went up to him and said, uh, there's a different kind of bowl we're all trying to go win. Like, don't yeah. worry about it. Keep Take that. it like, easy. Yeah. It's about Pro Bowl and Pro Bowl and yeah. football is worthless, useless. You're better I don't off want winning. It. You're better off making the AP first team. They did like, a Madden simulation game for the Pro Bowl. No, oh, it wasn't I, a simulation game. Yeah, they had... They um, played it. They had people playing. I don't it. care. Yeah, nonsense. I'd rather not do any of that, dude. I'd rather be on vacation. I want to go back to 15 years ago. I want to see the best offensive line prospects, see how many times they could jack up 225. That was fun. Can we bet on that again? I want to bet on that. This guy. Are <laughs> we uh, Are we doing this? Are we doing a post-Super Bowl show? Is that what we're doing? I know we're really going to do it a lot. Yeah, right? yeah. I mean, we're going to have to. We're going to do one after the Super Bowl yeah. next week. Yeah. At some point. Mm -hmm. And then we'll let you guys know what, what, what's going on with the future Right? Yeah, we we got to figure out the exact dates. We're going to have a few. All. We're going to do at least one or two shows for the free agency nonsense that's going to ensue late March. We're going to have a couple of draft shows leading up. And then we're working on some other content to, uh, to try to start getting out there as well that's not football related. Enjoy the Super Bowl and let's hope for a 100 total points. We want the biggest. Yeah. 52 to 54. Yeah, that would be fun. Tom Brady yeah. gets the win. Oh. Take it easy. You know what? I want to push so nobody has fun. All right. Goodbye. Good night. <laughs>